Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Nick here from Super West Sports. So to kick off the college football season, I'll be answering some mailbag questions. Some will be kind of video mailbag format. Some will be the classic podcast format like we're doing here today. So just want to give you a kind of little preview of what we got coming out here for the college football season. Uh, thank you guys for your questions. It really is much appreciated. A lot of fun for me. And I always really, you know, like learning what you guys are really curious about in regards to your favorite team. So just so we're on the same page, um, college football season is right around the corner. Excited to get back to it. And uh, let's get to today's question. What's up, everybody? I'm back. And today we got a mailbag question in. So today's question is from Linda in Lafayette, California. And she asks, Everyone seems ready to crown USC the new Pac-12 powerhouse now that Lincoln Riley is in town. Do you think the Trojans will win the conference this year, or will Oregon and Utah continue to dominate? So I'll reread that question a little bit slower here, kind of two-parter, so make it just a little bit simpler for everyone. So again, the question reads, everyone seems ready to crown USC the new Pac-12 powerhouse now that Lincoln Riley is in town. Do you think the Trojans will win the conference this year, or will Oregon and Utah continue to dominate? And again, the question is from Linda in Lafayette, California, and thank you for your question. So there's two kind of aspects I'm looking at here, and we'll start with the domination aspect. I don't know if you can say that Oregon was dominating last year to begin with. I think uh, Utah dominated dominated them twice, so I don't know if we can put that Ducks on that tier anymore. Um, a couple years ago, maybe, but last year uh, wasn't a prime example of that. And in regards to Oregon this season, I'm going to immediately say, no, they're not going to dominate. I just, there's just so many question marks. So that, let me, let me clarify. When I say they're not going to dominate, they're still going to be a very, very good team in our conference. And I want to make that clear. Um, we should have three teams, obviously um, with us, the other two schools you mentioned being probably the obvious three, but domination. I don't think Oregon's on that level anymore. Again, you have a new head coach in Dan Lanning. You have a new quarterback in Bo Nix. You got a new offensive coordinator in Kenny Dillingham. And you lost Travis Dye. And in my opinion, you never really had a standout receiver last year as it was. So I'm not really sure where the big plays are going to be coming from. Um, if you're going to be depending on Byron Cardwell um, as your explosive play out of the running back position, you could be in for some trouble here. Uh, I believe the main, main strength, um, do not quote me on this one. Um, don't have this one written down, but I do believe I heard this in a podcast earlier today. I believe that Oregon did return all five starting offensive linemen. So that could um, really make them a lot more solid. But even with that, um, I still don't think they're going to be that good. I just don't see it anymore. Again, one of the top teams in our conference, yes. But in terms of the domination realm and Pac-12 championship, I can't personally um, go that far. Again, you're looking at a new head coach, a new quarterback, and a quarterback that I've had the privilege, um, greatly humbled to work with some people um, down south um, on some articles. And it doesn't seem like Bo Nix has ringing endorsements. Um, like, it, I was interviewing a guy and... Um, it seemed like he was kindly trying to say Bo Nix is trash. Um, he obviously didn't say that. But he's like, oh, you know, there may be some questions. Um, he's being very kind and gentle about it. But I heard that. And um, this is a guy who's clearly watched him uh, a lot down the SEC, uh, down south. So um, it, 
how good can Oregon be with a bad quarterback and losing um, everything else? Um, not saying he's going to be bad. Um, he could be a savior. I know a lot of Ducks fans feel that way. But um, yeah, that was the, that was a weird inflection. But yeah, um, I just think that, again, that Bonix may not be as good as everyone thinks. Um, Travis Dye was a rock in the backfield, um, vastly underrated, losing him. And again, no standout receiver. Even with that um, five returning offensive linemen, how can you really move the ball with nothing against the top tier teams? So um, to start off your question, Linda, can Oregon dominate this year? No, just too many question marks, too many question marks. I still think they're going to be very good. Obviously, you know, eight, nine wins type of thing, but 10 wins, maybe, probably not. Again, just I don't see the domination coming from Oregon this year. Um, the next team we're going to be hopping down to here um, is going to be USC and so essentially, you already know I just eliminated Oregon. So we're coming down to USC and Utah and who's going to win the conference. Um, unless you're looking at an outlier like um, a UCLA, um, that's probably the most common fourth, um, probably like the most commonly, they're the fourth best team in the Pac-12 uh, by a lot of polls. I believe they're ranked in like the top 40. But outside of that, there's not a lot of um, really buzz about Pac-12 teams. Um, Washington, again, really struggled last year. And um, ASU with their whole scandal situation, um, a lot of the big market teams aren't really making noise. So um, kind of leaves us where we're at with uh, USC and Utah. Um, and again, unless UCLA might, um, can improve. Um, so hopping back now to the question. Um, with USC, if you could literally design a perfect offense in Madden or real life or anything, this is it, guys. I mean, this is it. You got, you got a dual threat quarterback in Caleb Williams. The receiving core is Jordan Addison, obviously we don't need to say more. Um, Mario Williams, Terrell Bynum, who is really good for UW, Brendan Rice, who actually managed to do work in Colorado and one of the, I mean, not really a lot of work, but he got in the field and at least kept trying, um, being a part of one of the worst offenses in college football history. I mean, not college football history, but one of the worst offenses in the country last year. So um, they're deep, uh, not even to mention Gary Bright Jr. and Taj Washington, some returners. So um, to me though, I think everyone said that. Um, what's going to be my take that's probably different just to get everyone kind of caught up on the basic details there. For me, I love the way that Travis Dye and Austin Jones fit into this system. I think this is why USC's offense is so good. Travis Dye is not that guy who's going to demand carries, who's going to whine if he doesn't get the ball. What he's going to do is going to block. He's going to catch passes out of the back backfield. He's going to win games as he's always done. And this addition, this type of unselfish player is the perfect fit for offense just loaded with, I mean, just loaded with talents. I mean, you have to get touches to Addison. You're going to have to get touches to Mario Williams. You're going to have to get a couple touches to Terrell Bynum and Brendan Rice. Um, so, or Gary, uh, the rest of the gang. So again, I mean, just, you know, um, I love the way Travis Dye fits in the system. Obviously, he has a lot of experience playing in big games as well. And this addition to me makes USC so tough. And Austin Jones, I was never really high on. I never really honestly thought he was that good. Um, kind of maybe the beneficiary of just a, uh, <laughs> playing on a Stanford offense that was just so terrible. Someone had to do something. Maybe just the beneficiary. Uh, you know, in basketball, someone's got to score on a bad team. Something like that. Not saying that Austin Jones is a bad player. But again, he's another perfect fit. He can kind of just do all the little things right. Um, kind of like a, I mean, a lesser Travis Dye, in my opinion. No other, no other way to say it. And just another perfect fit, guys. He's going to catch balls on the backfield, not demand carries. And 
this balance combined with obviously I know there's some questions, um, a little bit of questions, not too big of questions, but a couple questions on the line. Um, you're returning Andrew Voorhees um, at guard and uh, a four-year starting center in Brett Nealon um, or Brett Nealon and uh, four, I know Andrew Voorhees gets probably more hype. Having a four-year starting center is massive. You're combining that knowledge um, that is big. So you should have a decent line. So USC's offense is just going to be absolutely just perfect. Just barring a couple of better offensive linemen, a couple of players stepping up. This is a perfect offense. And again, the keys to me here are Travis Dye, or it's really Travis Dye in the way he fits into the system. But I really like the way Austin Jones complements um, the running attack, um, passing attack as well. Um, we can mention all the receivers, the quarterbacks, new head coach Lincoln Riley. I mean, what, what else do you want? So notice that I haven't told you who I think is going to win the conference yet because now we got to switch to Utah. But to summarize what I just basically told you is that USC's offense is crazy. Um, so for Utah, Cameron Rising is the man. Davion Thomas, just a phenomenal red zone runner, really tough running back, obviously with all those touchdowns. We've had more than 20 last year, crazy stuff. But for me, the main question is going to be who's going to step at receiver. Um, you know, Oregon really didn't have maybe a proven explosive playmaker. Utah doesn't really either. Devon Vele doesn't do anything for me. He, he just doesn't. He never has, maybe never will, hopefully improved. But um, you're talking about a Jordan Addison for USC. Um, I don't see how Devon Vele stretches the field. You, you lost Britton Covey last year. So um, even though Brittany, um, Brittany, no disrespect. Even though um, Britton Covey um, really um, didn't stretch the field per se, just everything he did. I mean, a slot, you know, slot receiver, just making all the right plays, blocking, <laughs> punt returning, kick returning, breaking the heart to Ducks fans in the process. Um, sorry, Oregon, but it, it was a really um, impressive return that game. But in all seriousness, um, who's going to replace him? You got tight ends, amazing, phenomenal tight ends, and Brant Keithy and Dalton Kincaid. Um, but again, those guys aren't going to stretch the field. So this is kind of going to be my problem with Utah. There's also a little bit of movement on the offensive line. Um, again, I want to say not they're in a little bit slightly worse position, I feel, than USC on the offensive line. Um, that's not a bad place to be. I think Utah is still going to be pretty solid. But there should be some movement. Um, it's not going to be um, as set in stone as it was in prior years. So this is where, for me, Utah um, could be interesting. Um, I want to see how their offense will be able to really, you know, um, when they're playing good teams, extend the field, stretch the field. Do they just have a guy that they can throw a 50-yard bomb to that the safety's going to have to respect? Um, these are kind of things that I'm curious about, personally. Um, so to answer your question, Linda, Linda, we've been going for 10 minutes. All right. Um, so I said Oregon, no. I think you figured that out. So what I'm going to look at here, who's going to win the Pac-12, I'm going to break it down this way. I'm looking at USC's receivers, versus Utah's secondary. And while Clark Phillips may, may, may be able to match up against Jordan Addison, how deep can they go? I mean, how many corners do they got? Can they guard Mario Williams? Can they guard Terrell Bynum? Can they guard Brendan Rice? Because Utah is going to need four legit corners, and I don't believe they have that. Um, I I know there's another, they have really good safety. Uh, I believe I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, but even a safety isn't necessarily the matchup you want against a receiver um, unless they're a really, really locked down uh, coverage guy. Um, got really, really good man-to-man skills, but usually safeties don't have um, that same level of uh, footwork um, in regards to man-to-man, co- uh, man-to-man coverage as a cornerback. So 
it's going to be hard for me to imagine um, Utah being able to slow down USC or anyone being able to slow down USC. And on top of that, um, how is Utah going to move the ball? Again, Cam Rising makes all the right throws. Tavion Thomas, phenomenal running back. And guys, I was a very high-level Madden player back in the day. I literally got to like fourth in the nation. This is when the pros were playing tournaments, so maybe I was like top 100. But I used to always design my team how Utah did. So I respect it. I see what they're doing. Hard physical football, coach well, limit turnovers, smart X's and O's. But at some point, you do need someone to stretch the field. Um, I had to personally learn that. And again, I just don't see that. So how can they keep pace with USC um, scoring-wise? I don't see it. So I am going to have to say that the Trojans win the conference this year. Just um, obviously Utah's defense is probably going to be phenomenal, but USC is enough and often to score points against anyone. You're not going to hold that team to like 10 points or something. They're going to score. And can Utah match that? I don't think so. Um, the Utes also have a target on their neck because, um, you know, just dominating the Pac-12 really. And Teams are going to remember that. Um, Utah is probably going to have a really tough time against Oregon this year. Oregon's going to remember that. Um, so, yeah, I pick Utah. Um, thank you for your question, Linda. Um, I'm going to summarize before I ask you your favorite restaurant in your hometown. Um, but, again, so to quickly summarize, essentially, do I think that Oregon will um, continue to dominate? I don't believe they did dominate last year. But um, I think that bottom line, they're just – too many question marks again. New head coach, new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, lost Travis Dye, never had a standout receiver. Um, and maybe the bottom line um, after all those reasons is, is Bo Nix even really that good? Because um, if he's not, then Oregon's offense could be in a really tough place. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Their defense should be phenomenal, particularly their front seven. You got Brandon Dorless up front um, as well as Sewell, uh, Noah Sewell. So, um, but again, Oregon, just uh, too many questions in offense. That was such a long summary. Um, I'll shorten it up for you this on this one. For Utah, essentially, I just don't know who's going to be their big play guy. I just don't know. Um, I don't think Devon Vele is enough. Uh, enough shuffling on the O-line um, could cause some problems. So for Utah, still going to dominate most teams. Um, I still think, yes, they're going to dominate. But are they going to win the Pac-12? No. And the reason why, again, just USC's offense is literally perfect. Um they got enough on the offensive line to hold up for all these pieces. And again, particularly for me, I love the way Travis Dye fits in this system. I think Travis Dye is going to bring out the best in everyone, really just make everyone a lot better um, with his experience. And again, um, not only Travis Dye, you have Austin Jones there as well who can do the same thing on probably a lesser scale. So I think that USC is going to win the conference. Um, yeah. And now all that's left, Linda, what, what, what? restaurant do you prefer in your hometown <laughs> the hideout kitchen uh the hideout kitchen in a cafe or pastina again linda what que- or what uh restaurant do you prefer the hideout kitchen uh dude i cannot read this uh the hideout kitchen and cafe or pastina um give me that answer linda um seriously thank you um for the question i appreciate all your guys mailbag questions y'all have a good day and yep i'm picking usc to win the pac-12 adios